Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Issues 2017. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Sedgwick County Manager Michael Scholes. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Welcome to Issues 2017. I believe this is number two that we've done. You've been... Uh, the manager for about a year and a half now, is that correct? Yeah, a little over a year and a half. It's hard to believe the time's gone by pretty fast. Okay. As background now, you came to Sedgwick County after a distinguished career in the military. Is that correct? I did, 33 years. Tell me about that a little bit. Well, 33 years. Uh, you know, the main reason that I moved here was uh, to settle my family, uh, just because we have moved around a lot and uh, deployments, et cetera, and uh, it was time to get out and and get them settled, but uh, but for me, when I saw this a- advertisement for the county manager's position, it was a unique opportunity where I can actually settle down my family, but yet do what I continued to want to do, which was uh, continue to lead and manage uh, uh, people, and in this case, uh, the citizens of Sedgwick County and um, the personnel at uh, Sedgwick County. Uh, the Sedgwick County organization was just such a great opportunity. I couldn't pass it up, so I put in for it and got the job. So your last uh, position in the military was what? It Was in, Was it NATO? No, well, the, before the Pentagon, um, uh, I was the chief of staff of a NATO headquarters in the Balkans region. Uh. Uh, we had troops uh, from uh, Kosovo all the way down into Greece. Uh, and we were responsible for maintaining a safe and secure environment in that southwestern uh, quadrant of Europe. And uh, it was getting pretty contentious at the time yeah. just with the advance of the, uh, the, the Russians and the different uneasiness that the Baltic states and the Balkan states had with uh, the change in the, you know, the political environment. So – it was uh, it was pretty contentious and still is to this day. And and we, this whole time, were you trying to raise a family while you were being posted different places? Well, yeah. It, as a matter of fact, my kids and my family were back in uh, the states. We're still in D.C. when I was de- deployed in Europe, so it made things a little bit difficult. And, sure. and honestly, was one of the reasons uh, that time period was why I started really uh, thinking seriously about getting out and and getting settled and. And, and the day I told them I was retiring, they actually uh, offered me a position in Stuttgart, Germany. So <laughs> they, they they threw something they at me, and uh, I, they you never know, quit. <laughs> so I yeah, uh, you know, I thought about it for about a nanosecond, but I had already decided and and, and wanted to come to Sedgwick County. Yeah. You know, for family reasons, I also had a daughter and uh, son-in-law who lived in Denver. Uh, so this provided me the opportunity to be close to them in case they had any grandkids. And, and lo and behold, by moving here, they ended up moving here. Wow. And my daughter is uh, is about to have my first grandbaby. And my son-in-law is a Wichita policeman. So, so. you're you're real good for economic development and bringing new business. Absolutely, because I'm not done yet. <laughs> oh. Now, my oldest son got out of the Army after eight years. 
And he's at WATC at NCAT. Okay. And he's finishing up his degree um, and within a couple of months. And he's already got a job. He's been working at Bombardier. Wow. So, And he never thought about getting into the aviation industry until he moved here, didn't know what to do. And I said, Michael, have I got a deal for you? A terrific story. And, and took him over to NCAT and met uh, Sherry Utash and the folks out there. Just just what a great school and what they do. And, and lo and behold, it's part of Sedgwick County, too. Uh, you know, there it's you a, such a great opportunity for him. Now, how is running a large county on the plains similar and or different from duties as a general in the military? A lot of responsibility, I'm sure. It, it is. Honestly, Steve, leadership is leadership. It doesn't matter. Where, you know, it's the beauty about uh, the military and the skill sets that you get with a military serviceman when they get out is, uh, you know, for our whole career, we're trained. Our, our professional military education is focused on leadership and, and, and what to do in complex, dynamic situations where you have to make quick decisions. Here, I don't have to make that those decisions that quickly. I have a little more time, uh, but uh, but still, leading is leading, and I love doing it. Uh, God's blessed me with, with, I believe, a gift, and uh, and in this case, I get to do it in a in a fantastic community. You know, one of the things when uh, I was doing my interview, uh, going through the interview process, I brought my wife with me, and it gave me a chance to go out into the community. It gave her a chance to go talk to schools and, and churches and. And she came back and, and said, I just can't believe how great the people are here. This would be wonderful. And if she wasn't on board, I wouldn't have been no, on board. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> and in the end, it was just such a great move for us. You uh, Now, just as an idea, then we, we know how approximately how big Sedgwick County is geographically, but how many people actually are you responsible for as, uh, as uh, the manager? Well, we have almost approximately 3,000 uh, positions, full-time equivalent position, FTEs that we call them. Uh, at any given time, we have about 20, you know, 2,725 or so. Today it was 2,724. Uh, we lost one overnight, but uh, – but still, it's a it's a pretty large organization. Sure. One, one of the larger ones, obviously, in Sedgwick County. Recent news stories had uh, Sheriff Jeff Easter saying he needed more deputies to serve as court guards. Uh, have you received that request, or is, is that we did uh, in the budget process? Uh, you know, last year's budget, uh, the twenty seventeen budget, uh, really uh, through the workshops, we found that public safety. Uh, across the board really needed some help uh, after six or seven years of flat budgets. Uh, the demands for public safety are obviously continuing to increase no matter if you have resource or not. You're going to have to uh, eventually uh, uh, find the requirements to support that, um, you know, function. And, and Sheriff Easter, uh, you know, last year we were able to support him on, on a few different uh, items, but, but this year he came to us uh, for uh, four positions, uh, juvenile uh, um, detention deputies and our, our justice deputies that we were going to support. And, um, and, you know, but we find that with the 18th Judicial Court. We find that with the DEA. We find that with the sheriff, uh, juvenile corrections, you know, across a EMS especially. You've probably heard that in the paper, too, in dealing with an EMS agreement with the city. Yeah. There's just a lot of need. There's a lot of demand there. Uh, but what uh, a great bunch of, of people uh, to be able to do it. 
and uh, I'm just a proud uh, a manager to be able to, to lead that organization. You know, the use of body police body cams has put a bigger load on evidence gathering for the district attorney. In fact, several months ago, he predicted they would uh, because there's just a lot more evidence to process. Uh, are more funds needed for that? And would they come from the county or would they come from the state on something like that? No, it, it comes from the county. And, and for us, it's uh, it's a ripple effect. You know, honestly, this uh, we heard this again last year in the budget process. We hear it again this year. Uh, but that one decision, uh, especially on the city of Wichita side, that uh, every police officer would have uh, a body cam, a body camera, uh, it really is a ripple effect. It, it's not only a ripple effect because you need more people to process um, the footage that comes over those cameras. You need more infrastructure, uh, you know, for those people. Uh, you need uh, more lawyers to look at the evidence. I mean, really, it is a ripple effect uh, on what the demand of just all that. And, and you need more infrastructure in terms of server needs, space needs, yeah. cloud needs. It is really, truly a ripple effect across the ju- judicial system uh, that affects every office. It even affects the sheriff and his decision. You know, to, to move in that direction, the DA to process the the court system to actually view and use that in the court. Yeah. So you can just imagine, especially when you have over 300 police officers and and uh, and sheriff's deputies that are working on that. You know, and little comment comment here, but you know, when the public demands and rightfully so, they want more safety, more you know, put the crooks behind bars and all that. You just expressed what it is. Okay, but it's going to cost more money. Absolutely. It has to. Absolutely. <laughs> and for, for me, and clearly as the commission, as they approach this, we want to do it with a, you know, a flat budget. We don't want to raise property tax in order to get more revenue to do that. So we've got to use more uh, with what we have and to be able to service that need. And uh, and luckily we've been able to do it. Last year the the budget – a $425 million budget for, for this year that we've been working with uh, and working on the budget process so far this year. Uh, it's going to be about the same budget. I've been able to probably, uh, once it gets passed, it's going to be uh, close to flat, if not less. Uh, so, But but still, demand, um, you know, public safety, and even with uh, the roads and infrastructure, that's a part of maintaining a safe and secure environment. Uh, as part of our one of our priorities in our new strategic plan, uh, you know, we've really got to focus on that, and we we got, and I think that's one of the essential functions of government is to provide that safe and secure environment. Yeah. Now, you brushed on this a, a moment ago, but uh, overall, are you satisfied with the personnel numbers for the county, including law enforcement, courts, firefighters, office personnel? I I am satisfied. I think we do a, a great job. Um, with the with the resources that we have, if if I need somebody, if I, I need more resources or, or new FTEs, it's after careful consideration and a, and a long process, um, and determining if that uh, if I want to ask the commission to to support that. Uh, so very judicial, uh, you know, in 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 the use of, of in my fiduciary responsibility to the citizens of this county is to really, really be miserly and, and only uh, ask for, for more FTEs if I truly need it. 
Let's talk about the jail for just a moment. Is, is there a need to expand that facility? No. If you ask the uh, the sheriff and his uh, professional team, Sheriff yeah. Easter will tell you it's not so much you need more uh, in terms of uh, jail space. It's it's more services uh, to do more. You know, the 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 county here aggressively uh, within the last uh, you know six to ten years really went after. Uh, when the jail population started to increase, they went after they they created a uh, a criminal justice coordinating council that really targeted uh, jail space and inmate uh, inmate uh, um, you know, as far as the the overcrowding issue, uh, and they really developed a lot of services to work outside of the jail system to provide need and really help. Uh, uh, inmates and 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 criminals, uh, you know, get out of that, uh, get out of their ways, and get out of that criminal way, and, right. and 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 they have done a great job in that. And and really, honestly, inmate population has declined in in terms of, uh, of the population. Oh, you know, right yeah. now, you know, the average daily population in, in sheriff custody is. Is thirteen hundred and seventy three, which is over a, over one year is a two percent decrease, right. but over ten years is a ten percent decrease, uh, and the juvenile population in detentions at about fifty five right now. And uh, last year that's a decline of fourteen percent, but get this, over a decade it's a fifty four percent decline. Wow. So that kind of shows <laughs> you what the CJCC has done, what Judge Fleetwood has done at the Eighteenth Judicial Court. Working with the commission and, and Chairman Unruh, who's been on that committee, he's done a great job at, at really targeting this. The manager, uh, I've been a, a part of this uh, council that has really worked on this. But Sheriff Easter, uh, man, what a great what a great servant for this community. Uh, Sheriff Easter uh, across across the board does really great things. Just and, to be clear, though, we're we're talking about nonviolent offenders here. We're not talking about the. The, the the really really bad guys. oh the really really bad guys yeah <laughs> obviously you don't work to try to get them out uh, you know we're really talking that low hanging fruit that that really uh, you have the ability to change you have the ability to change lives that not only change lives change families and, and improves uh, the lifestyle and and the security in this community that's what you're after you're listening to issues 2017 on the intercom radio stations and our guest is Sedgwick County Manager Michael Scholes. Uh, what is the, the latest on the Judge Riddell Boys Ranch? Uh, the, the latest on that, the, the commission uh, has moved to uh, raising that facility out there. Uh, that'll come uh, in front of them for, for a final vote uh, here really soon, probably in the next few weeks. Um, that is a, a piece of property that is basically a sat idle uh, for the last few years. Uh, and uh, to to raise it, a, a building that is in such a disrepair, the the safety uh, uh, um, challenges out there, and the and if and if we if we wanted to do something with that, the expense that we would have to 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 you know expend to to make that building usable would be uh, quite costly. So, um, I think uh, the ability to to get it back to a a use. Um, uh, to protect the, the 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 property lines of that park out there, that on any given day is just it sees its share of visitors and people wanting to go out there and relax and not have that 
uh, eyesore sitting in the corner, I think, uh, is a... So, so you're planning then, as I understand what you're saying, is you're going to build a four-star resort hotel there. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Absolutely. Matter of fact, we, we really are limited. You know, it was uh, 30 years ago when we uh, started uh, using some grant federal grant money yeah. Uh, that that really put constraints and limitations on what we could do with that land and and their desire and what we signed up for was to maintain the sanctity of that recreational facility yeah. and so and they had some strings attached it, it did <laughs> it did and uh, we're certainly going to follow that and 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 why not I mean it is such a beautiful location out there um, and it's right next to um, you know residential area too that's mm. uh, uh, to the uh, east side of that part, but Kansas uh, Kansas lawmakers have been struggling with a huge budget shortfall for several years, but don't know whether we've got it solved yet or not. But uh, has that had any impact on Sedgwick County government? Uh, um, not not really. Certainly, uh, you know, the commission has, has struggled with that. Uh, but in terms of our budget and what we're trying to do. Um, you know, I think there's probably some residual tie in there, not only in the mental health uh, side. You know, the mental health uh, issue is uh, increasing, um, and not only in our jails, but really the services to support mental health issues in our community. Because they're having problems at the state level, it kind of pushes it at that local level, which is does certainly put uh, – uh, some challenges on us and Comcare and the, the fantastic work that they do, but but really it causes a lot of mental health um, uh, uh, issues to be uh, pushed into the jail, which uh, certainly doesn't doesn't help uh, Sheriff Easter and his mission that he has out there. So there is some residual effect, but we we've done pretty well at maintaining. Uh, what we needed to do based off of the flat property tax rate that we. Uh, you know that we um, we use here uh, in our county. The uh, the interest banker in has been booking some big acts. In fact, I've, in fact, I've got a couple of tickets to see Paul McCartney. Hey, uh, I'm going to be there with you. That's I'm going to be sitting next to you. <laughs> I'm going to be with uh, the chairman, Commissioner Unruh, and you Commissioner guys don't have Dennis. Good seats. Oh, I'm sure it's not great seats, but I was pretty I shocked at the ticket price there. I don't know hey, if I, I've paid that much for a ticket. You want but... me to sell you my backstage passes? <laughs> I do. I do. I need. Some I don't nice. have them. <laughs> well, comment a little bit, if you will, on the success of that downtown arena. Uh, the downtown arena is just doing great things. A.J. A. Bolesky and his crew and his staff down there are doing great. Uh, you know that uh, they have just recently uh, gotten another uh, NCAA tournament. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to do one uh, next year, 2018, but we also got 2021. So two NCAA tournaments. Just the process. I'm going to tell you a little bit about that just because it's uh, – just, just the ability to get to like that uh, within a, a small time frame just shows you at the great community that we have because it's not only the interest bank arena, it's WSU, it's the city of Wichita and, and, and Mayor Longwell, it's the chairman, it's, it's Sedgwick County and what we're doing in terms of the – the cultural and entertainment uh, in, in terms of interest and, and what we're doing there. It's uh, it's really a team that uh, – and the Sports Commission and Bob Powers and his uh, – uh, is visit Wichita. It's it's all these community partners coming together. That is what is convincing to an NCA board that looks at this 
Dr. Bardo and, and Andy Schlab, Greg Marshall and his influence in that. And, and it's just a team effort is why we're having that. But it just shows you what uh, a building like Interest Bank Arena can do for a, a community. And as long as it's working and you have good leadership there and, and good people in great positions, you're going to have that synergy and coordination and synchronization and, and promote economic development. There's just so many ties in here that, that work great together. You uh, Let's talk a little bit about the budgeting process. I know you're going through it and you finalized it, what, probably in August. I believe it's in August. Uh, yes. Are you looking for increases in spending? Uh, how does, how does no, that No, it's like I said earlier. No, I, I'm not looking for increase in spending. Uh, right now, I, I don't think that uh, that is going to be necessary. And I'm certainly we're not going to raise uh, property tax rates for that. Uh, I'm going to be able to work within my budget. My my uh, marching orders to the team a few months ago when we started it this year uh, was to plan for flat, you know, flat uh, uh, budget this mm-hmm. year, okay. uh, and I did the same last year. But but having said that, just as we talked earlier, public safety. Yeah, as much as you would like to say you need to stay flat, uh, demand is going to continue to increase and. And we're going to have to probably make some accommodations to that, but not as aggressive as last year. I really targeted public safety last year, gave them a lot of resource. Uh, This year, I'll probably have to give them some. Uh, And certainly, I want to support uh, uh, the EMS mission. uh, And and that's really going to affect uh, the agreement that we have with the city of Wichita that we're working right now with Mayor Longwear and well, and, and Pete Meissner and Brian Fry and the crew, uh, Bob Layton, in, in terms of, of meeting some of the requirements that they're imposing on us, uh, you know, because they're wanting to support, obviously, the citizens of the city of Wichita. Sure. And, uh, and, and I'm going to do that. I'll make sure we have the resources to be able to maintain a, a 98% uh, to, to uh, what I want is 100% response rate for non-emergent uh, transport within an hour. Uh, we're almost there, and uh, and I'm going to do everything in my power to make that happen in the budget. What is the most challenging part of your job? Honestly? Other than if honestly, doing interviews like this? <laughs> no, honestly, the most challenging part of my do- job after 33 years in the military is figuring out what to wear every day. Really? You know, if you didn't have that... Uh, yeah, yeah. I used to put on my ACUs, my, you know, my BDUs, and, yeah. and my uniform, and now I've got to pick a tie out with a shirt and... Yeah, no. <laughs> you look good in a beret too. <laughs> you know, for honestly, the, the the most challenging part for me is you know for this last year, it has been a little bit of a learning curve. It's just that local politics yeah. uh, piece of it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we certainly had politics in the military at, at different levels, but uh, but me as a, as a manager is just trying to figure out that uh, that area, that sweet spot where I need to operate and. Uh, as much as you get pushed and pulled in different directions, is just maintaining that and uh, and being uh, the best manager that I can. Yeah. The beauty about it, and and I told you last year, is that I was going to uh, reorganize the uh, the whole organization, and I did that. I took nine stovepipe uh, departments and uh, and was able to. Um, fuse several functions like functions together to create four uh, and put a manager, an assistant county manager, a deputy county manager over each one of those that uh, had a tremendous effect on the organization. So we've got crosstalk, we've got cross-coordination and synchronization that we didn't have before. 
uh, it's caused that uh, vertical and horizontal information flow to be uh, fused, and it's just really worked out well. So I have great people to work with, uh, great managers, and it's made the job pretty easy. I, I hope you've gotten uh, County Commissioner Andrew to at least salute when you come in the room. Oh, absolutely not. No, I, <laughs> uh, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, well, I, listen, you've been here for it's about a year and a half. It sounds like you're you're comfortable in the job, and uh, you're going to be going forward here. And again, the the budget process going on, things sound like they're going pretty well at the county. We don't have a lot of news stories about this tough stuff going on down there. So it sounds like you're doing pretty good there in your new job. And we appreciate the fact you're bringing your whole family in. Our guest is Sedgwick County Manager Michael Scholes. And that's all for this edition of Issues 2017. Thanks for being with us, sir. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.